Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brainstorm. One of the hottest, hottest podcasts on the net. With your host, your host, Tyrone. Tyrone. It doesn't matter. I had a guy had 48 life over my six, and I beat him. Jones, 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 Jones. Episode 12, 12, 12, 12. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Annoying radio announcer voice episode. Muy Chris, 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 Chris. It changes the way you have to play the game. Like, yeah. Uh, and like, Spell Skype kind of did the same thing. You know, uh, like when a Spell Skype on the board, you have to, you have to play around with Spell Skype. Phil, Phil, Phil. Hell yeah, I was pissed. I just, I woke up, didn't get any sleep, worked all night. Called in advance. He knew I was coming. I said I'll definitely be there when I talk to him. Mike, Mike, Mike. There's nothing <laughs> little about that problem. There is nothing little about what you did to us that night. <laughs> sit back, sit back, sit back, and relax, relax, relax and be prepared, prepared, prepared to get your eardrums blown, blown away. Walk, walk again, again, again to the brain. Yo, what's going on? What's poppin'? Welcome to the Brainstorm, episode 23. What is up, people? Thanks for joining us today here on the podcast. I know our normal time in the podcast has been different, but uh, you know how it is. Some great games have been coming out, plus, you know, there's family, you know, family ordeals, work, you know, there's that all-around type ordeal. But uh, this week I have my buddy... Uh, yeah, with me, Chris. What's going on, Chris? What's going on, Tyrone? Hello, everybody. Uh, what's going on, man? Appreciate you joining me today, man. And, uh, yeah, most deaf. Yeah, so, uh, you know, mostly today we're going to be talking about just some things with the uh, Wizards of the Coast and how they're uh, jamming everybody up and, you know, just in the worlds and Grand Prix and player points and stuff. And uh, also, we're going to get into talking about uh, talking about our Friday Night Magic decks and whatever little hoo-ha we uh, jump into in between the podcast so once again thanks for joining us and let's get to it first of all we're going to just get a brief brief talk about and uh, my phone just went off <laughs> and and it's Jones I get Jones on Yeah, let me see what he got to say. Alright. See if I miss his back. Alright. But anyway, but uh getting back into the whole ordeal with uh Tommy Wizard of the Coast. You know, me and Chris, we're, um, we're Friday Night Magic players. We're not the, you know, the, the grinders, the people that get into it deep. You know, based on lifestyle magic, you know, like, you know, definitely, you know, ten times more into it than, than we are. But, um, you know, basically we're just gonna talk about it, you know, just give our opinion on it. And, much I have to say about it is, they're changing a lot, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, especially um, proper to the people. They they brought out some uh, very interesting points. You guys should definitely check that out. Check out the A team, Mr. Scotty Mac. What is up, homeboy? 
appreciate the shout out, dog. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I heard that. Know. That means you got to go on their cast now, right? Yeah, no, man. They, um, you could be, you could be a ba Baracus. <laughs> that's what they need, man. <laughs> no one, I, I, that's one. Of, that's one. That's one. I won't tweet Sky Mac that if you don't yeah. get into the podcast. But no, man. If you're gonna get on the 18, you gotta. You gotta win a pro tour or something like that. Oh, or, oh or, man, none of those like, guys have won a pro tour. Or uh, you gotta you gotta win something big to get on the get on the get on their podcast. You know, it's, I guess. Uh, you know. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess if you grind enough F and M's, maybe you could be that F and M guy that gets into Worlds next year. Hey, you never know. I'm always. You never there, know. So. But you gotta play like three or four F and M's a week or something ridiculous like that. Week, man, people around here they only do it once a week, so I know I really don't care about all that. You know that's just too much. Because I don't, but it's something like that. I probably wouldn't be married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you, man. Yeah, it's you. like yeah, it's like, yeah. I got an invitation going going to uh, Worlds. Well, you, know, you, know, you wanna uh, go do that and leave your family? Well, I'm trying to win some money for it. <laughs> Well, I guess, like, back in the day, like, me and a couple of my buddies used to grind a lot of PTQs when I was, like, like younger, when I was in college. I'm talking, yeah. like, a long time ago. And I even qualified um, for, a, uh, for a pro tour during Urza Saga block. This was, like, in my prime, you know. Like, right, all right. I focused on was magic. But, of course, my girlfriend at the time hated it, who's my now wife, and she still hates magic. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, we're in the boat, brother. We are in. Yeah. The boat. Well, I mean, I know the point I'm getting at is that is that back then, you know, I don't know what the differences are as far as trying to grind in and stuff and attain pro points and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I mean, I guess the changes that they made it really kind of only affects the people that are truly, truly grinding in and truly using magic as like as a way of life, which is great. It's great because it's entertainment for the rest of the population of magic. Right. You know, like, I love all the magic personalities. I think it's so fun to see that there's, like, you know, there's, like, a Michael Jordan of magic, you know. Exactly. Like, like how cool is that, you know. Exactly. Um, so I think it's interesting. So it's it sucks that what Wizards is doing, you know, kind of taking away the, what is it, the, player, the player rewards. Right. So they don't. What they don't get like side or uh, like uh, appearance bonuses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, they're trying to hold down the um the the big dogs of magic. You know, they want more. You know, regular people playing it. But I mean, I mean, that's that's like taking out you know, putting taking out Kobe Bryant and and putting in my uh my no skill cousin in to play for the Lakers. <laughs> you, you know, just. No, I hear what you're saying. It, it, it makes it, it, to me it makes no sense. I, lo- I look at it like this. Yeah, I, I understand that you're trying to give back to the people, but you're you gave us so much. You get us interested. We always, you know, lo- you know, watching coverage, reading articles, building decks, saying I can play this deck like this and that. But you're taking away. You think you you think okay, we take away the big guys. Then everybody be happy. Now you take away them, you're taking away from us too. And what yeah. it was, and pretty much what you guys end up, what they end up doing is they end up screwing themselves. They're gonna lose a lot of clientele. And, and yeah, that's, that's definitely a possibility. You know, I'm, my feeling is that they're probably going to announce something later on. You know, probably within I don't know, maybe after Worlds or at Worlds. I bet you they announce something that maybe that. It helps helps the pros out a little bit more. Yeah. You know, 
a lot of people have been comparing it to like like if you're a pro grinder, right? And right. like you make X amount of dollars in a year based on you know what they told you in the initial contract. Right. Now now you have a contract that says you're gonna you're gonna work for us but but we don't know what we're gonna pay you yet. Exactly. So that that yeah. affects people around other countries. That you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you hear like all these uh foreigners yeah. that can't come to the States to play in all these you know, pro tourism and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it it definitely affects the community because, like I was, like we were saying, you know, people. I think a majority of casual Magic players enjoy, you know, watching pro coverage. I know I do. You know, do. the whole I was, I was definitely do. The I, whole I, thing I, at I, Worlds I last my, year. My computer. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole uh, Worlds, you know, uh, showdown between Brad Nelson and. Uh, and uh, Guillaume Matignon, like, that was awesome. That was like a Manny Pacquiao-Merriweather fight. Exactly. <laughs> like a magic, and that was just cool to see because you've never seen that before. So, I mean, it's interesting, you know, what they built up, and it's just sad that they've kind of diminished it. Like, I remember, like, back in the day, there was, like, what, five or six pro tours in a year? Yeah, exactly. Now there's only, like, what, three? Two or three or Two something? Two or three, right? yeah. yeah no, so. They're just mad. We're on the coast. Hasbro, whoever's doing this, I'm surely other podcasts talk about this too. So that means it's a big topic, and we're gonna say something about it too. Stop messing with us, man. Let us play. Let let the folks play some magic. You know, hell, if, if I can't go out and get a chance to play magic, I enjoy jumping online and watching somebody else play. Oh, definitely. Oh man, you know, like you, you know, and and the part that be flipping me out is watching us do shuffle those cards. I've been trying. I've been trying how to do that. I can't not shuffle those cards. Like, <laughs> I guess like, when you, know, you do it enough. Yeah, yeah they're holding their hand. You know, the cards, you know, they're, they're playing hand. And they're just like, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I'm just like, you know, stuff like that. I enjoy watching them see how fast they can do it. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, uh, it's like watching a, like the World Poker Tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you remember like when Magic used to be on ESPN2. Yeah, like in, yeah, yeah. In the mid-90s. Yeah, I remember. That was hilarious. Heck yeah. I remember all that stuff. I totally yeah, remember. It's just, like it's 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 a it's a nice thing for the community to have all these pro players and doing all these all this coverage and stuff and it's awesome foreign tournaments and it's kind of it's kind of sad now that that that's completely changed you know slowly slowly grinding this away. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully Wizards will announce something that, that that's better. That's better for us there in the long run. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they better come up with something because I've been, you know, reading a lot of articles and uh, looking at a lot of threads. And, you know, people have been talking a lot about, you know, majority of their money comes from uh, Magic Online. And a lot of people are talking about not buying anything on Magic Online anymore. You know, just playing with cards that they have. You know, you know, and just going there just to play with your friends, just playing on there. You know what I mean? And, and, I mean, I think that's every right. You know, we need to show these folks. So look, stop messing with us. You already gave us planeswalker points. All right, that's good enough. All right. I mean, then you will start changing some other shit, man. Come on, man. Be real. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, quit messing with us. Let us play the game that we enjoy to play. If not, y'all gonna be in the warehouse with boxes full of magic cards, and y'all playing by your damn selves. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, what is it? There's like the population of Magic players is something like it's like 12 million players worldwide play this game, right? A lot. And and only 
something like there's only like something like 300 pros or something. Or yeah. yeah, 400 exactly. pros. So, I mean, I guess from a Hasbro standpoint, you know, are they really going to invest all this money just to cultivate these three or 400 people and then have part of the other 12 million have aspirations to try to get into that? You know. Exactly. I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't know if it's a if it's a if it's a money issue with Hasbro or what, but. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's a better, shitty situation. They better come up with something. So, we're just going to leave it as that. Quit messing with us. Let us play our game. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. So, but, uh, we're going to jump into. Mmm, Friday Night Magic. That's right. Friday Night Magic. <laughs> Friday Night Magic. But, uh, I'm, right now, I'm sending I'm I'm trying to work on. Uh, I made a video for YouTube. About yeah my deck, nice. but it was 17 minutes long and they only allowed 15 minutes. <laughs> so I gotta figure out a way how to save off two minutes. Can you edit it somehow? Or yeah, I, I gotta figure out something. But um, basically it was, it was a little test run. But uh, I was trying to start doing you know my own little you know um you know this and that talking about you know you know you know cards of the week you know whatever you know you know a little something so. Be looking at us on Twitter. Uh, follow us. Follow us at MTT Brainstorm on Twitter, and uh, I'll be giving out the latest news on that. But uh, Chris, go ahead. And, um, I'm more interested in hearing, hearing what you're talking about. Uh, see what following week you played uh, the model black and fat deck, and uh, that's yeah, Friday that's you played. What you play last Friday? Right. Blue, Blue white. white yeah, go yeah, ahead. First off. Yeah, go ahead. I know like, the, the last time I was on the cast, I was talking about the Mono Black Infect deck, and you know it's been it's been top eating at at what states or whatever, yeah, and yeah, it's been showing up here and there. Honestly, my honest, no bullshit assessment is that deck is garbage. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like I don't care what anybody says. If they get sick <laughs> draws or whatever, it's a garbage deck because it basically uses a bunch of one one little dork guys that don't do shit. To try to win the game, you know, and they, they don't do anything. I mean, the, the deck just has so many problems. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of a mid-range deck. Uh, like, it doesn't really know if it wants to be aggro. It, it probably should be aggro, but when you're playing against red deck wins, you really can't be aggro. Right. Even if you're playing against, like, Wolf Run, you can't really be aggro, aggro either. Um, so, being a mid-range deck, it kind of has some spells to help kind of switch into a control mode, you know, Um I don't know. I just didn't like it. There's too many times where I would just stick like a plague stinger, and that's all I would have, and it would kill everything <laughs> else. And like whispering specter, the guy that when it hits with poison, you sacrifice him to discard cards right, to go in a poison right. kind of. Like that guy's legit. I think he's a good creature. The problem with that is, is that no one's ever gonna let you get that off. I played X amount of games at F and M with that deck, and I never, I never hit with that guy. I was never able to to make him lose our hand. And then like guys like. Like, you're dropping, like, Phyrexian Crusader on turn three, and then they got, like, Primeval Titan on their side of the board. Like, you know, and then they're, like, beast within your, your Crusader. Right, yeah. Like, you think, like, he's protected. I don't know. I just think it's it's not positioned really well. There's, there's because the metagame is, like, really aggro-heavy with red deck wins, I mean, I would consider, like, even pod decks is kind of aggro, and uh, I would consider the Wolfram deck even aggro. I know it's a ramp deck, but... Um, and there's too much spot removal. There's too much mass removal. A, a lot of people are playing um, 
you know, the day of judgment main deck. I see slag storms all over the place. Even Arc Trail, I would consider not national, <laughs> but it's a good two for one. And then like uh, I played, you know, one weekend, and, and the guy busted out Massacre Worm on me. And you know, <laughs> I'm just I think that's my card right there. Yeah, I mean, it's a good card. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, there's just too much creature hate for a deck like Mono Black Infect to work, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think it. I just think it doesn't have enough reach to get there. Like, a lot of games, I was like, like, I had 25 land in my deck, and I was either, like, one land short of getting a lethal live wire, uh, Lash Rife, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Or I was, like, one land away from getting a lethal, uh, Skitherex into play. Or I'd be like, I'd have too much land and no cards. You know, I'll draw Despises when I really needed, um, a Contagion class. I was just drawing dead cards, like, mid to late game. It just wasn't working out. Like, you can get a decent aggro rush, you know, but then when they start removing your guys, all you really have is Tezzeret's Gambit to get back into it. I mean, that's fine, you know, but maybe I was just running bad, but I just, I did not have a good experience with that, and I just think it's total garbage. And I never hit a turn one, I never hit a turn one Inkwath Nexus in, in any of the five rounds that I played with the Good God. And that, that weekend, I ended up, I ended up going three and two, but I was in a loser's bracket, and I kept getting, I kept getting paired up for some reason. And, uh, but the last three rounds, I, I just played some scrubs and ended up, you know, having at least a winning record. But it's, it's a terrible deck. I don't like it. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I think Infect used to be good when it was the green Infect because he had a lot of awesome pump spells. But a lot of the stuff is rotated, especially Vines of the Basswood, which was the best pump spell. So I, I don't really recommend the deck. Um, the last FNM, I played a, like a blue white. Um, Ghostblade deck that uses a Midnight Hauntings and Geist of St. Traft as, as win conditions. And That's my card the deck, right Yeah, I mean, the deck the deck ran pretty well. Um, uh, I ended up with a 3-2 record. I played against... Um, uh, I played against... Let's see. Round one, I played Red Deck Wins. It was ridiculous because he like had no action the first two turns. I stuck a Geist of St. Traft, and he couldn't do a damn thing. And I just I just ended his world with the Geist. Like I just went aggro all of a sudden. And then uh Now was that card uh, uh by itself or did you have like a sword on it or something or Um yeah, I ended up dropping a sword on it. I Which think one? What happened, um I, I played two sword uh, feast and famine main deck. Uh, I probably I I probably would like Sword of War and Peace, maybe, I'm not sure, or maybe a third Feast and Famine, but... I say third Feast and Famine. Better. Yeah, the card's like 40 bucks, though. <laughs> what? It went up? Yeah, I don't know if I want to try to get get into that. No, man. I I got mine. I got mine when they were like 10 bucks a piece. I mean, this, no. dude, this dude was just trading them away, man. Yeah. I got my play set. It's like, hey, man, I want this, this, and this. Oh, you got a play set? Yeah, right? I got a play set. And I was just yeah, like, I, only have, I only have the two. I, I yeah. told myself I probably don't need four, but... Three, um, three, I, I would three like three. The, I think I most. would like three. Two is fine. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I played Blue White Ghostblade is, I mean, I call it Ghostblade because it mainly uses spirit tokens and Geist right. of Saint Trap as win conditions. But obviously, I mean, it also uses a Gideon Jura uh, play also to kind of win games. It just steals tempo. I think he's still good. He's still well positioned because the meta game is so creature heavy. So he's good at kind of. You know, stealing away tempo, uh, making potential blockers that could block the Geist, um, swing into him, and then all of a sudden you're beaten down with eight, and you're getting card advantage of the sword, so it's pretty good. But the other reason I built the deck was um, I ended up 
I don't know. I, I did it though, but I ended up getting four uh, Snapcaster mages. I got my four. I got my place there too. I had yeah. three on uh, that last week. I had to leave early, so I left. Opened up the pack. There he was. I almost wrecked. Nice. It's like fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! You know, I mean, I wasn't sold on the card right away, but then my my gut feeling was that this card is probably going to be a fifty dollar card in like a couple of years. Because he's seeing legacy, he's dominating game. legacy. He's dominating standard. He's going to be played in every blue-based modern deck from here until the history of Magic, till the end play of Magic. It before they ban it, I doubt they're gonna ban it. I don't think he's that powerful. He's like not. He's not Jace. You know, there's no way he's Jace. He's not Stoneforge. Yeah. You know, and in the deck that I play, the best thing he could really do is buy back counter spells, spot yeah. removal. But come on, I mean, he's good because he buys back Midnight Hunter. No, well, but ma- Magic is going crazy right now. They don't know what to do. They all jumble, you know, jumble monitor right now. They all they freaking ban Mel Mestep over stupid. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna say they are, but don't put it past them because right now they're really ignorant right now what they're doing. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't. It won't, it, it won't some, be. Any, it won't be anytime soon. Because yeah, unless there's a, go ahead. Unless unless there's an instant or sorcery spell that says I win the game, you know, um, I doubt Snapcaster is gonna be gonna be bad. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. Like, like I equate him to the blue Dark Confidant. Dark Confidant right. is now a fifty dollar card. Right. Um, so he's kind of like that because he's kind of the same way. He, he gains you a serious card advantage at the same time as a two one beater. So I, I think there's a lot of parallels there. He's just blue instead of black. Yeah. Um, I figured if I'm gonna if I'm ever gonna play Legacy, the only chance I have is to play Mono Blue because that's those are the only cards I have for Legacy really. Right. Um, and I figured if I'm gonna play Mono Blue, I'm I'm gonna have to play Snapcaster Mages. So I picked them up because they're multi-format <laughs> versatile. But but he he did some work for me on Friday Night Magic. You know, I was able to buy back Midnight Hauntings and uh, and Mana Leaks when I needed to and Dismembers. Um, I was able to buy back, you know, uh, or flashback day judgments and stuff. So it's a legit card. I like it a lot. Um, and the deck is actually pretty good. I, I did pretty well. Um, well I played uh, Red Deck Wins round one. Round two, I paired up with my friend Ian. He was playing a Nyapod deck. Right, I heard uh, about that. Which is a bad matchup for me. Actually, it's kind of a bad matchup for him, but... Um, I got mana screwed game one. I got all planes and no blue mana. <sighs> when I did get blue mana, he ended up acidic sliming it, and then I had to like ghost quarter a land to get an island and use Sun <sighs> Titan to bring back a land. And it was just a convoluted game, but it, basically he won game one, I won game two, and then game three was just like epic match, and it came down to like me like top decking a day of judgment, like when he had like six guys out, and one of them was a Geist Honored Monk, and the thing was like a 7-7. Seven, seven. And I'm, I have, like, nothing at this point. A top deck of the day, I, I basically stalled the game out for, like, for, like, two or three turns or six turns or something, and then he draws a Elish Nord and ends up killing me. But uh, it was a good match. And round three, I got paired up again for some reason, even though I'm one and one. Uh, I got paired up with a 2-0 guy, I think. And this guy, I've never played him before, uh, but he was playing a red, white, and blue Burning Vengeance deck. Right. And uh, it uses... He has four main deck Geist of St. Trap, and, like, he, that's his only creature, and he uses that as a tempo stealer and Burning Vengeance as his game winner. But he Burning was using... Vengeance. Yeah, he was using this card. Uh, it's a white... Oh, a Burning Vengeance is a one red, two colorless enchantment. When you play a spell from your graveyard, it deals two damage to target. Oh, 
right? I'm working on the on the flashback date like that right now too. But, yeah, oh. I, I have my own version, but this guy I was playing with, I, I got I should look up the card right now, but it's a white instant spell. It's one white, one colorless Inishrod card, um, instant, and it's tap two target creatures, and then you can flash oh, it back with one blue and yeah. one color, colorless. You know, know what I'm talking? I don't know the name of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. That card single-handedly won him, like, our game three. Because game one, I got Geist out. I think I, I robbed him. I, I just destroyed him with Geist. And game two, he got his Geist out, and I got no my none of my day of judgments. And then game three was like an epic match where he got an early Geist. I had a day. He had a mana leak or a negate. Um, I get a think twice into a day, a day again. It was just like a crazy match. And it turns out, like, I'm, like, totally on top. I have, like, all these tokens out and Snapcaster and a sword out. And he ends up stabilizing at one, using that instant card and flashing it back. And then he had two Burning Vengeances, and he's using those triggers to kill all my tokens. But I had Spell Skite out as well. I made two key play errors there. One of the key play errors is there was I should have spent two Frex in life to... to uh, steal a Burning Vengeance trigger away from one of my tokens and point it at my spell skite, right? Right. That what that one point, had I gotten that one point in, he would have lost the game a long time ago because he oh. beat me when he was at one. <laughs> it was a terrible play mistake on my end. And the other play mistake, I was playing around Day of Judgment because I knew he was playing them because I had Geist in my deck. Right. But the other play mistake what I did was I played a spell skite turn two, and I had the other spell scout in my hand the entire game until he killed my first spell scout. What I should have done was played both spell scouts so I could steal triggers back and forth between my two spell scouts. Because what he ended up doing was getting enough card advantage with um, uh, what's the red flashback? Desperate Ravings? Yeah, Desperate Ravings, yeah. So he was able to kill my tokens, tap my tokens, and then kill my spell scout. And then I played the other one. He did the same thing. So I basically lost all my advantage with my spell scans there because I only played two at the time. Ugh. And then uh, he ended up for like six turns drawing into nothing. I drew into nothing but land, and he he beats me. I was at like 16, and he beats me all the way to zero, and he was at one life. And he was, <sighs> Don't you he hate was that? Uh, yeah, it was a that. terrible loss, but it was a good game because he and I, we played it out pretty well. He ended up just having more advantage on me. And then game, uh, or round four was the last round. I played against one of my friends who's also playing a pod deck, green-black pod deck. Um, and, you know, my friend, he was just kind of not really taking it seriously. Just He's just kind of having fun with the game, and I ended up taking it. I don't know how I took either of the games, because he had thrown both games. Like, pounding my face in, but for some reason I, I was able to take both games, but... The thing that I li- the thing I don't like about this iteration of the Callblade deck, I mean, it's basically Callblade, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, it's basically Midnight Hauntings are your, are your squadron hawks for the most part. The thing that I don't like about the version that I'm playing is that it doesn't have, like, a really good long game. Like the old Callblade decks, uh, it used Jace the Mind Sculptor to get yourself back in the game, right? Right. Uh, this deck only really has, well, I'm only playing Think Twice, and I wish I had probably a couple Ponders, like a Dig in the Late Game, or... Maybe something like, not necessarily Divination, um, but something like that. I wish there was like one more good draw spell where I could play like two or three ofs um, in addition to the thing twice. Because I, I was just digging and digging and digging a lot of the games that I lost. I just couldn't stay around during the long game where blue-white decks really should be doing that, you know. So I think exactly. without, 
without really good card draw spells, um, the deck kind of doesn't work. Oh, the other problem I probably should or the other thing I should, probably should have done was run Consecrated Sphinx. I should, probably should have had two main deck, but I didn't. I instead ran Sun Titan. Uh, I, I mean Sun Titans. Uh, two Sun Titans, but two. I was able to get Geist back. I was able to get Ghost Quarters back and O-Rings yeah. back. So Swords. Did, uh-huh. I was able to get Snapcasters back. Yeah, it did some work for me, you know. But a lot of the games, some games, I ended up siding them out. So maybe if I had Consecrated Sphinx, I probably would have had a better long game. That's my fault, you know, in, in my deck build. So... Um, I'm probably gonna tweak it, maybe take it again in the next F and M. What was your um your um creature base? What was the other creature besides Sun Titans and guys? What did you have in there? Um, let's see, I had two Sun Titans, two guys of Saint Craft, four Snapcasters, um, and two Gideons. Those were my basically creatures. Yeah. And then I had four Midnight Hauntings and one Timely Reinforcements. Okay. And then my spells, I was really counter heavy. I had uh, four Mana Lakes, two Dissipates. Um, and I had, uh, as creature removal, I had three dismembers, two day of judgments, and two oblivion rings, and then two swords, and 26 land. I think also playing 26 land seemed kind of high, but it was weird, because some games I would be stuck on five land, and in some games I'd have like ten land out. You know, it was never like a comfortable middle where I felt really comfortable about it. Either I had too little, or I was too flooded. So. Yeah, I hear that. Maybe go down to 25 land, I don't know. Because the good thing about Snapcaster Mage is able to just buy back so many of my of my spells that yeah. he access card advantage in and of himself. So, I mean, we'll see. I have another guy to Saint Traff. I may actually load the deck up with four because I think the card is that good. And I should probably get my hands on a, a third Sword of Feast and Famine, but if I don't, it may have to be a sort of uh, War and Peace. Yeah, so, so War and Peace is something definitely good to put in the sideboard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was also even thinking sort of body mind because there's so much green running around. Oh, you just got low on me, man. <laughs> Sorry. Say, say, you just got low. Uh, yeah, your muffs sound like you're muffled on me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking about running a even a sort of body mind because there's so many green decks running around. Like, yeah, no, me too. You know, like the anti-Titan, or just a way to get past Titans. I played a lot of, I played the Nyapod deck, um, that had a lot of green guys in it, and I played the, um, against the black-green pod deck, which is also half-green, so, you know, I was thinking Body and Mind might be pretty good, and there's not, other than Solar Flare and probably Burning Vengeance, there aren't many decks that really are graveyard manipulating heavy, right? No. Yeah, um... Oh, no, not so, sure. No. So, so milling ten may not be so bad, you know. No, it depends on who you're playing against. If you're playing against a, yeah. a wolf run, it definitely, definitely will yeah, help because you might put both their wolf runs in a graveyard. Exactly, and plus solar flare is kind of falling out of favor, you know. So not a lot of people are doing the whole unburial rites into some type of fantastic image play anymore. <sighs> you're a fool <laughs> because that uh, I win my games. Yeah, I so let's talk deck. about your deck. Let's talk about the deck that uh, that you played at uh, at FNM. Did you play it over over the last Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got to. I, I didn't get to finish my last week, but I uh, I did. Uh, went went uh, one two two l two l, but then I had to leave. So yeah, I went made the finals. So they got lucky this week. But like I said, I was kind of pissed. I had to leave, but then I opened up Snapcaster, and I was happy. So, okay. That's worth yeah, it. Yeah, so at least I got a snapcaster <laughs> out of it. But uh, basically, it's just that uh, I played Solar Flare, let's say, for the past couple weeks. And 
they're basically they're the same type of uh you know so kind of kind of the same so for decks kind of not but still the same bases still the unburial rights uh run grave titans uh run elf norns but um my people in my metagame right now they're running a lot of tokens there's a lot of tokens and uh basically how i win my games are especially against wolf run like wolf run i take the hits and i block I, I let them build up their um their little um their little two two wolves. Then I build them up, and uh, before he attacks, I drop a mask of worm on them, and uh, basically just end their day. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they yeah, they, they get really pissed. Yeah. I have a friend of mine. He plays he plays tokens. He uses a lot of midnight haunting and uh, but he's a maybe might as well say blue white green. He uses townships, basically township type of deals, and uh, the enchantment card that gives uh, each tokens plus one plus vigilance. Intangible. Intangible virtue, yeah, and um, he uses those, and he and he uses the the, the shrines to pump out the mirror. Loyal. Yeah, loyal. Yeah, shrine of loyal regions, and um, I let him build it up. I don't overrun yeah, it, but I let him build them up, then. Massacre Worm is really well positioned yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Then he builds him up. I mean, I mean, he's used to it now, because I've done it to him a lot. Yeah, so you can't like sucker punch him no, out of nowhere. No, but yeah, but he he try to sides try to sideboard it, but uh, if he can't manually get he'll um slash or purge it, but it's already too late because the effect still hits the field. Yeah, because he's still losing the life. Yeah, and so because if they have like ten tokens out there, yeah, yeah, so so he doesn't build as many tokens, and that's most how he loses a lot of time. I mean, sometimes he he's afraid to build. You know, that's the whole mindset of it. You know, I, I'll blast him with that, boom, boom, then worm, and for attack, then then he'll um um dismember it because it's a six five, so he'll dismember it, he'll die, then I'll just. Freaking uh, Umbrella Rising next turn and pff, hit him again. But, uh, you know, then, you know, of course I have Elf Snorns, four Snapcasters, uh, Fantastic Images, and stuff like that. But, um, Solar Flare is a good deck. It's really good. I mean, if you get the thing popping, it's, you know, the reason why I like it so much is making tokens of Grave Titan. It's nothing to do with Sun Titan or anything. I just like pushing out tokens and, 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 yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering why Grave Titan doesn't see see any more that much play, you know, compared to um, compared to Primeval Titan, even. Yeah. You know, Grave Titan's so good. His beast, his attack, he gets it. Man. You got three yeah, Grave Titans funny, in the like, field. Yeah. It's funny how the Titans like uh like they roll the coaster, you know. Yeah, like, they do. Primeval Titan was the hot card, and it was like forty bucks when it first came out, yep. and then. All of a sudden, Inferno Titan was hot, or no, Flock Titan became a $20 card. Yeah, Inferno Titan, it's on like 6 bucks now. Probably less. I remember getting my Frost Titans for like 3 or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Inferno Titan was, was hot for a while, and now it's kind of like falling out of favor as well. Yeah, Frost Titan's and a good Sun card Titan, too. And Sun Titan became hot because of the Phantasmal Image. Exactly. You know, Unburial, right? So it's funny how they kind of go up and down like that, you know. All kind of different stuff, but um, pretty much. I mean, that's what it is. Um, I like I said, I, I won. So first week I played Red Egg wins. I won that one. No, I came in second. 
Then I brought Solar Flare. Then I won that one. And this following week, I didn't get the finish, but I probably would did pretty good. But um, Solar Flare is a good deck, so I decided that, that to change to, to uh, change my deck around. And uh, I'm just going just going to play a blue white. And um, I found a card that is not totally like um, Barrier Rights. But um, it kind of has like the same type of effect. And uh, what is it? It's um, uh, where is it? Oh, where's the card go? Uh, memories, uh, memories journey. Memories journey. Let me just look it up so I know what you're talking about. All right, it's uh, here, let me um, put put my deck. That I'm talking about that I'm building this week. Um, I change decks around a lot. I mean, I can keep a sword for a deck, but I like and. I like building my own, you know, it's, I don't know, to me it's more satisfying than beating somebody with your own deck than with decks you see online, because it's easy to do it, and, you know, I kind of like, to, I like to be the one, like, oh, I want his deck, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, Reason, I mean, that's the dream, yeah, that's, the dream that's the dream to of it, yeah. take, a rogue, take a rogue deck and then make something of it, and then people copy your deck, I mean, that's always awesome, but, you know, eventually even rogue decks become... Rogue decks become a become tier one staple decks. Like look, look at look at Wolf Run. Yeah, exactly. When that when that hit the when that hit the Star City Games, you know everyone was like, "What the hell is this deck?" And all of a sudden, everyone's playing Wolf Run. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just you know it's cyclical. All those multicolors, but um, Memory Journeys. Target player shuffles up to three cards from his his or her graveyard into his or her library. I like that card especially. It's kind of like um. I would say it's kind of like a fetch land, and I say you no, know, it's like a, a fetch land and a barrier rights in one. You know what I mean? You know, so, like what? What at what instance would you be playing this card in the day? Mostly, like mostly I would play this. You know, the type of deck is like your um, say if uh, you get your sun titans in. You know, your sun titans in. In the graveyard, or you know, using forbidden alchemy, you need to do something. Doing you had to put some of your, you know, some of your other big cards in there. That's some of the cards that you can't use for flashback, you know, or you're drawing, you, know, you get bad draws, you know, you know. Basically, it, it helps. I got it here for shuffling your deck. You're playing your snapcasters, and you're not pulling a sun titan, but you need those snapcasters back in your hand. So basically, you're playing those. You know, it never hurts them. Um, you know, putting Day of Judgment back in your hand, and, uh, and, and it's, it's mostly just, just for car shuffling, man, I mean, that's what it is, it's all about drawing and shuffling, you know, you don't want to put Think Twice back in your hand, um, you don't want to put your mana leaks, it dissipates, but there's always a time to it, when, like, damn, I need this card in my deck, or I'm drawing up my creatures, I need to shuffle some lands in here, you know, whatever, you can... Yeah. You know, you know. Basically, you pump your forbidden alchemy. You get your cards out. Like, okay, I got this card, but I need to play this card at this particular time. You know, say, okay, I got six mana out here. Okay, I need to play the Sun Titan. Okay, I got this. I got my Snapcaster in here. So you sit there, you play your Sun Titan. He counters it. Like crap. So you know, basically turn and. Or it comes in there, okay, I need my Sun Titan back in my hand, because I'm only running two Sun Titans in this deck. Uh, for give people what I'm talking about, I'm running four Snapcasters, 
two Sun Titans, two Fantastic Images, one Concentrated Finks. And this card, you know, I always think of a card being a sneaker. I haven't really seen anybody play this card, but I think this card is pretty good. I had good experience playing it when, you know, it's playing around with friends. It's Mind Shrieker. That's the uh, That's a, two uh, to cast, one, two, or no, one, 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 one flat? One, uh, um, one colors, one blue. It's a uh, one, one. But uh, target player puts the top card of you got to pay two. Target player puts yeah. the top card okay. and he's a hard graveyard. My sure he gets plus yeah. two. Where X is the converted mana cost. I think but, we talked about that last time. Yeah, that, yeah. And the card is, I mean, to me, that's like the that's like the new new um. Uh, the tech. Yeah, I'm gonna say Squirt Hog, but you know, it's what I, what I kind of find is. Like building decks, you need a flyer at all times. <laughs> you do. I, I mean, I mean uh, ink moth yeah. nexus. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, well, well, I don't, I don't have any right now. But um. No, I mean to to fight against. Oh, it, oh yeah, know. yeah, that too. That and like I said, like on here, I don't have no. Really, nothing too bad. Only thing with concentrate things. That's it. The yeah. battle, the battle against. Uh, uh, eight months. You know, so. you know, I was uh, I was reading an article on TCG Player. It's the guy that does Market Watch every week, and he was saying that Mind Shrieker has gone up in price. It's something like like a three dollar card now, when it used to be like a junk rare. Maybe other people are uh, are feeling the same way about that card that you are. Yeah, You're starting to put those in their deck. It, I don't know. I haven't seen it in any lists. So. I know, me neither. I mean, that's that's the whole point. I mean, it's something that, that I want to use, something that I want to play, but. That's the whole point. Go ahead and that's the that's the thing. You lay down a day. You see how much alright, memory journey is memory journey is one white I mean not one white, huh? One colors one, one colorless. Okay. It's got flashback yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for green. Exactly. So you play a day. You know what I'm saying? You play a day, boom. And you have six mana open. You play your day, you destroy all your other creatures. You play your memories journey. You put your day and your other creatures that you destroyed back into your deck. Reshuffle. Then you're good to go. Yeah, it's like a regrowth yeah, kind of. Yeah, like an instance regrowth. Yeah. You get three cards at random. Yeah, exactly. So then, then you can pump it back, you know, with. And when I, this is when I was playing, when I was able to put six cards back into my deck, I was able to put lands back into my deck. When I need it, when I need to draw lands, because I I played the memory journey, then I flashed it back again, put the other three back in there, then. Yeah, I said, <clears throat> you playing four memories journey? No, three. Three, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can see its application. I think it's a pretty solid card. My only issue is that it's not necessarily proactive enough because it doesn't. Like it's like a regrowth, but not because you know, regrowth you just put a card back in your graveyard into your hand. Like you're yeah. immediately gaining that advantage, right? You know, so that's kind of where I see like the slight weakness in the card. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool card. I mean, even the fact that it's an instant, you get three cards back is yeah. pretty solid. Well, the, but then yeah. at that point you're at top deck mode, right. you know, trying to top deck the cards you bring back. Another so, reason why I play this is because a lot of people in my meta game right now they're playing um, Neil's uh, the, the Neil High Spellbomb. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so, that's so, the card should be on every sideboard. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's in my sideboard. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's... but I play this because 
It's like every time I, I get so I get my flashbacks base going right, they'll drop that bomb on me. So then I play this. Like okay, so then, all right, I'm gonna activate this, and in response, you doing that. Uh, I play my memory journey. I get the key cards that I need back in my deck. Put them shuffling back in. Then I exile the rest. So I mean, that's how I'm, mostly that's how I want most of my games. But we are gonna find out Friday really how it works. And um. Like, see, so is that what you're playing on Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm playing on Friday because because uh, um, I'm running. That's the creature base I'm running. Oh yeah. Plus my other uh, front creature I'm using uh playing the Meridian Crusaders because I'm running because I'm running two swords, piece of famine in my deck. So, oh nice, really? That's cool. Yeah. So that's good. So so basically that's what it is. My creature, you know, just throw them off the game. It's 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 a quick attack. I mean, I was able to um hit uh I was playing against my buddy who had. Who's playing his solar flare deck? I was able to play my mind shrieker. So then I was able to, you know, to pay the two. And his top card was a damn, uh, Elsnord. So I was hitting him for, I was hitting him for eight. <laughs> Turn two. I hit him for eight. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's. And then you unburial all rights, Elsnord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Seems good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, awesome. it, it yeah, helps. I mean, it, it helps, but it doesn't. But it's I'll have to test it out. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to. There's a couple other I'm trying to build right now, or trying to test out. So we'll see. Yeah, you you don't you won't know what's out there unless you play them. I mean, I may I may do crappy with this deck, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I may end up taking out the minus triggers, end up adding four mirror crusaders, or or throwing in because uh, I was easy there because I'm putting two. Uh, Geist in my in my sideboard to either replace the Geist, use the Geist to uh, get rid of the uh, Mind Shrieker and put the Mind, you okay. know, you know, base. So you know, basically, this deck is, is a test deck, but it, 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 I don't know, man. It it seems like I don't know. Maybe I was thinking about adding, maybe making four mana leaks for this page, you know, stuff like that. You know, cut down the creature base, you know, and. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying something different. I'm trying to, you know, get the whole same basis as the other cards, but, you know, but do something different. So, yeah, but, um, well, that's what it's all about. Yeah, so. it's, but I, I, I feel it's pretty good because, uh, you know, um, time reinforcements it helps, it will help with my life. Um, dismember the O-rings, think twice. If I, I'm looking forward to playing the Visions of Beyond, you know, a quick draw card. You know, I can draw three when I got 20 lands, 20 or so. So go ahead and, uh, Hit that, you know, I'll draw into it eventually. Yeah, I actually noticed that, uh, one of the guy, the guy that won, what, uh, Star City Games, Vegas, he had main deck visions of Beyond as well. I mean, if, um, I mean, if you're playing a solar flare deck, you need to play that. Yeah, and he was, he was playing blue black control, it wasn't a flare deck. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm kinda wondering why he had it in there, I mean, versus like a taxing probe or something. Yeah. You know. Cause really, a visions of Beyond, if, if you're not if you're not playing a graveyard or mill based strategy, is really kind of a just a Gitaxian pro in many ways, right? Exactly, kind of pointless. Yeah. So that was, I mean, whatever. The guy won a Star City Games then I had it. <laughs> right. True. True. So, but uh, um, well, that sounds cool. It sounds like a pretty fun deck. Yeah. So you're just gonna just tweak the solar flare. Yeah. Deck for, yeah. For the next one. Uh, I'm I'm kind of with kind of with solar flare deck because. I, I can't win with it. I can. It's not hard. I mean, you just 
all about the draw, you know, I want my own thing, you know, I'm like, I want people, you know, to me, I find enjoyment when I play a deck, when I play a card, all right, what's that card do? What's that card do? Oh, I never seen nobody yeah. play that card. Also, you know, when they go and talk to the buddies, like, yeah, he just played this card and he remembered Jeremy this and, you know, and then he took me out like that, you know, so what kind of deck was it? It was just a regular white blue control deck and, was a soul flare? No, it was no, no, no soul flare. No black. I mean, the only black guy in there is dismember. I mean, I mean, uh, and uh, um, sort of distraction in the sideboard, but that's about it. Yeah. So, so. I mean, the the, the cool thing about standard right now is that it's like wide open. There's yeah. so many different yeah. deck archetypes you can be playing, you know. And it's good that there isn't just like a tier one, you know, deck that's just dominating everything, you know. Every week it's something different, you know, which is nice. And people, if you have Wolf Run in your local metagame, play Mirror the Crusader, you win every time. Yeah, yeah. LSV was saying what Mirror Crusader is in the top five creatures in standard, or top eight creatures in standard. Yeah, that card is boss. Yeah, it's good. Boss. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about putting a green-white, like, aggro deck together. You know, just eight mana guys. And, yeah. You know, Blade Splicers and Mirror Crusaders. And uh, I kind of really want to play that one card. What is it? Geist Honored Monk. I think that card is pretty funny, you know. Is that it kind of reminds me of... That's the two white, three colorless, star, star. It's got Vigilance when it comes into play. Put in two, uh, one, one, spirit tokens into play. Oh, okay. And, Power yeah. and toughness that you pull the number of creatures you control. Yeah, yeah. That card's kind of fun. It kind of reminds me of Siege Gang Commander from back in the day, sort of. Not as, well, maybe it's better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that with like, uh, you know, putting tokens into play and using that and Blade Splicer, you know, Midnight Hauntings and then getting like Overrun and just like <laughs> overrunning them turn four. Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, that seems fun, but that's not really my style of deck. So, but I'll probably. Just put it together and test it because I have all the cards for it. So, plus I've been wanting to play my uh, Hero of Blade Holds. I haven't played them in a while. Hero of Blade Holds, yeah, I got rid of yeah. all of mine. Well, besides one. Yeah, I have they're a going up in price <laughs> though. They have gone up. Yeah, they're twenty bucks now. Yeah, I look at. That I have now, a uh, I have a Japanese foil one. I'm trying to get rid of. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I so I got my other two Snapcasters and I trade those for those. That's how bad he won it. He's, he was like, I'll give you... Oh, that's that's good for you. Yeah. Because Hero's going to go down in price no matter yeah, what. exactly. So it's like... like as, soon as, as soon as Scars rotates... Here you go. She's going down. <laughs> Here you go. And then Snapcaster is going to be 50 bucks in like a year or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can check back to this podcast in a year or two, but I'm pretty sure Snapcaster is going to be in the $50 range. I, I have a feeling just because it's just got so many applications. You know, it's 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 that good of a card. Uh, yeah, guys, Iron Monk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Visionless guys, Iron Monk's power, toughness equal the number of creatures you control. Enter the battlefield. Put two two. Yep. White spirit tokens on the battlefield. Flying. Yeah, I think that card's pretty solid. I like it. It's got a good flavor. Yeah. I guess, um, the, the past. I don't packs, care I for the I opened up all foils. I got, I got a place of foils of those. Of guys, Iron Monk yeah. is awesome. Nice. I mean, I was playing. Uh, I was playing, you know, just for fun. Prior to F and M, I played against the the weenie white humans deck. Yeah. It was like it was blue white humans. He had Moreland Haunt. I I don't think he had Mana Leaks, but he definitely had the Moreland Haunts and Sea Chromes and Glacial Fortresses. But that deck was pretty legit because 
I'm, I'm telling you that that stupid uh, that stupid Bane Slayer enchantment, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Bane Slayer Angel. Uh, no, no, no. The the enchantment. Uh, is it flying? Angelic Destiny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that card is so dumb. That, that card is so ignorant. It's ignorant, you know? but it's beast. It, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's it's a ridiculously good card, but it just. I mean, there's so much beatings that you could do with that card in that human's deck. Yeah. Because you're, I mean, with the Moreland Haunt, like, okay, with Doom Traveler, you know, opens your, opens your, you know, you drop Doom Traveler, they kill it, you get a spirit token, you put another dude out to kill it, you get another dude. I mean, even if they're killing all your dudes, you got Moreland Haunt to keep refilling your board with, with more dudes, and then you just drop that stupid enchantment on it and just beat face. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? I, I dig uh, it. I, I dig playing with it. You played humans when Innistrad first came out. I play. I have my, my blue white, my blue white human deck. My uh, uh, uh paladin, not paladin, but uh, one for each human that comes to battlefield. What is his name? Champion. Yeah, of Champion Paris. Paris. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. The blaze yeah, that's 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 so. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'll probably play. I, I put together the Tesseret deck. I'll probably play this at the next FNM whenever I go. I've been, I've been trying to. So, um, I'm slowly getting my Tesseret deck back. Oh, that's right, right. Uh-huh. You talk it's a good about deck. That you, yeah, it's a little bit different than what it is I'm doing. It's Tesseret deck that I had is um, blue, black, red. Are oh, you playing? Red. What's the red splash the, for? The red mostly was for um, at the time was called out the Phoenix. Oh, you're playing the Metalcraft thing. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Like I'm looking at my tethers right now, and uh, but I keep on going back to my other colors. Tethers just sit in my binder, just like play with me. I'm just like, <laughs> well, I think that. he's pretty solid. I mean, I'm, the build that I put together is kind of based off of um. Shaheen Sorani's build, and I know I think Scotty Mack talked about this deck a couple times on on the A team. Um, but I, I mean, Sorani he had an article on Star City Games where he basically said the best thing you could be doing in standard is using Tezzeret to draw five cards and you know take a Worm Coil Engine or whatever the hell else it yeah. is that you can find. I, I actually played it a couple a couple games uh, last weekend, and it's pretty solid. It actually um, it comes out pretty fast and. Surprisingly, like Ikor Wellspring has been pretty good because you drop the Ikor Wellspring, gain card advantage, turn it into a five-five, and beat face with it. And even if they kill it, you draw a card. You know, it's pretty solid. I like it a lot, actually. Yes, um, so I'll probably play the Tesseret deck next time. So I'm, I'm thinking about it in two. There's um trying to think. Oh yeah, then uh, uh, I spell um. Hell, uh, what is it? Hell, Hell Sky? That's a good, that's a good, Spellskite? yeah, that's a good, no, not Spell Sky, the Hell Sky, the, the Artifact Dragon. Oh, uh, Steel? Yeah, sti- still, yeah, Steel still, yeah, still Hell Sky, yeah, that's, that's another good card to have in there. And, it's like the Five the Cast Dragon. Yeah. That, oh, uh, Artifacts, right? I, I forgot to mention is that, um, this is why I'm talking about people about going out there playing decks that you normally, don't see people uh, play. I was sitting next to a guy, and um, he was playing a token deck. Um, I can't. Uh, I think it was. I think it was uh, green white. Yeah, green white token. Green white tokens, or blue white tokens. One to two, and uh, 
He busted out a mirror battle spear. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And the guy just scooped. Because once he got that card out there, it was just pretty much, you know, this game over. I, yeah, I've gotten that card out and lost plenty of times. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's you, one, that's no less, that's the card. One I dude, this one dude I played uh, over the last FNM, um, he built like some like jank combo deck with Mirror Battle Sphere and, uh, what is it, pre- what, Predatory something or other. It's the one, it's an enchantment, it's a green enchantment. That when a card comes into play, if it brings in tokens, double those tokens. Oh yeah, oh like uh, some ooze. No, it's not an ooze. It's uh, predatory. I, I, something. I know. I was like, I got it. I got it's, it. It's like the got it right here. It's, like it's a got a grime. No, 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 that's not it. No, this is whenever a non-token creature. Oh, non-token. Okay. Yeah, roll card. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was thinking about the roll card. Green, green, green. I know that the card had token in it. That's why I was thinking about it. <laughs> I want to say it's predatory something. Is it Innistrad? Yeah, it's it's a rare too. It's a junk rare, but um, ah, God, I don't even. Try to go to the gather. Um, I cannot think. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm sure you do. It's one of those cards when you. When you get in the pack, you're like, shit. Yeah. That's what I get. <laughs> I and you try those. to find some noob uh-huh. to trade it to. Yeah. Exactly. Parallel. Is it parallel lives? Parallel lives. Let me see. Shit, it's two ninety nine. That's Star City. Parallel lives. If an effect would put one or more tokens onto the battlefield under your control, it puts twice that many tokens in the battlefield instead. Wow. So he, this dude was playing freaking uh, this card. He would ramp out to get this and then ramp even more to try to get... Stupid, uh, whatever that Mirror card is. Mirror Battle Sphere, not right? And he would come in with eight guys, right? And then he would, like, you know, the following turn, he would, like, attack with it. And, uh, this is what he wanted to do. He never did it to me because I kept killing his ass. Um, but then he would fling it. That was his, like, end game. Ouch. Was to fling the Mirror Battle Sphere. Ouch. <laughs> And it was like a five-color deck, and it was like the jankiest thing. I was playing with my with my mono blue Grand Architect deck, like with my Phantasmal Bears and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here beating him with bears and lords, and he's like trying to fling this mere battle spear at me. It was the funniest thing ever. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. People come up with some funny decks. Yes, they do, and that's, that's definitely one of the... Ouch. You no, know, that's what I'm saying. It's just like stuff like that, you know, surprise your opponents. You will always, yeah, yeah. always, always get into it. Next turn, I'm sitting there playtesting my deck now. But um, pretty much that's it. You know what I'm saying? Just, we're we're going to um, bring some more info on this uh, for this Friday. I will definitely let y'all know. Um, but uh, for me to go and uh, talk about uh, this, I'll have to go on. I think I'm, I'm, if you want to hear about how the deck plays, you have to tune into a Words of Friday Magic King, and uh, we'll give you the rundown on the decks there, so we can, uh, you know, mostly just you know just talk about the Friday night Friday Night Magic experience. But uh, that's pretty much pretty much it this week on uh, here on the brainstorm. But uh, this this be uh, checking back in to the sites uh, if you guys got any. 
any insight news, any deck ideas. Like we said, we're still trying to put together uh, the MG Brainstorm top 10 decks. Um, so I still got a few. Just don't have, don't have 10. I think I got five or six. So um, if you guys still interested in um, getting, getting your decks online, let's go ahead and uh, send them in. But uh, you got any uh, closing uh, closing words, Chris? Oh, your muff. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. You're muffling low on me, though. Is it? I'm sorry, there you man. Go. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, you know, uh, kind of shout out to the guys over at the, the comic book store that I play at. Um, you know, it's always fun to meet up with them, and, and uh, you know, it's fun to play some magic, and I get to play that often. So when I do, it means a lot. For <laughs> sure. And, um, you know, show respect back. Uh, give a shout out to um, Scotty Mack. If anybody's up there in uh, Canada. Canadian land uh, need some help moving his stuff around so uh, be on the area and you good people with him and uh, hit him up on Twitter that's just Scotty Mac and uh, you know if you're not following him give him a follow on Twitter and uh, if you know some people who ain't following us give us a shout out on Twitter and you know let us you know get some more people to follow us and, and uh, as soon as we hit 40 I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna host a uh, Twitter contest. Uh, our 50th follower receive a promo playset of cards. I'm not gonna exactly say what, you know, keep the suspense. But uh, it'll be a playset of four. And Chris, you can't win this time. So <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. <It's> rigged. Yeah. <laughs> be part of the show now. So yeah, it's a small contest. But um. Uh, oh well, I guess. Uh, since we're talking on Twitter, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to follow somebody that doesn't really talk about anything but magic, uh, I'm also on Twitter, um, and at CPA13 on Twitter, and uh, through there you could check out my blog. I, I blog about all my FNMs, um, and I talk extensively about the decks that I play and the matchups that I play, so you can check it out, um, let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll, I'll put your blog, um, blog link on the website, so come on the website and uh, check us out. This up on the email mtgbrainstorm at gmail.com if you want to hit me up personally hit uh, Friday Night Magic King at mtgbrainstorm.com and uh, we'll give you back information that you need so that's about it and uh, appreciate y'all listening and uh, we'll see y'all next week thanks for joining us this week Chris yeah man definitely just let me know about next time and uh you know, peace out to everyone that's listening to us. Mm, I appreciate it too, man. Everybody, take care. Catch y'all later. Later.